welcome to the Pit Ints Podcast, episode number 112. We got pre-release stories, and you're going to hear some of them from me, and I am uh, Angelo. I'm the host of this uh, shit show? Shit show. Yeah, shit show. Shit show. Um, one of the pieces of shit is me. The other piece of shit is that guy. I am that guy, piece of shit. Number two, uh, my name is Will, and it is a pleasure to have met And we have the other piece of shit whose piece of shit Mike has been somewhat repaired this week. <laughs> Yeah, piece of shit number three with no longer piece of shit Mike. <laughs> Smooth and sultry. Yeah, you can like hear him and stuff. Speak for me, Mike, speak. Hello, world. You shall now hear my voice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is going to be more or less – normally these are really fun episodes because there are pre-release episodes, unfortunately. We do have a few news items we have to go over, and one of them is a major bummer. But um, we'll start real quick with the uh, banned and restricted announcement. Normally this goes really fast, and I say nothing. Um, unfortunately, I don't get to say that this time. Uh, for you popper players, Will, I know this affects you. Oh, man. I am so pissed the fuck off on this. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I am. I am. I, I have legitimate reason. Okay. I kind of do, too, because I was just getting back into popper, but then they banned Treasure Cruise. <laughs> no, no, no. So, listen, Treasure Cruise is a very broken card and, like, totally deserves to make a ban list than popper. That's fine. I don't argue that whatsoever. But, like, if you're going to ban Treasure Cruise, you need to ban the fuck out of Gurmog Angler. Has any Anyone played Popper? Like, Black is absurd right now. Gurmog Angler is warping the Popper metagame. One mana 5-5 five, five, unterrorable creature is, like, absurd and unanswerable in the Popper metagame. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, cool, ban Treasure Cruise, ban Gurmog Angler. No, 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 no. Dude, I get exactly what you're saying. Like, a 5-5 five, five on turn 2 is not fun to be playing against. It's so bad. Just the fact that it's Popper, you don't have as many answers. Like, if you're not playing white, you really have no way to deal with Gurmog Angler. Like, you can either journey to nowhere it type effect, or you can tr- trade two for one on it every fucking time. And it's ridiculous. It's just not fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, poison, man. Poison. Poison's nothing. Poison's, poison's totally answerable. It's not That's how you kill Gurmog Anglers, though. You bring them down to a level where you can actually deal with them. You're still talking about multiple or one attacks. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that a deck should be offered four copies of a one mana two for one. Right. No, no, I get it because it's like, you know, you have your two, two. And the best case scenario, even with like poison, is you're giving up two cards for that one because you have to giant growth or you have to do something. Yeah, it's it's just it's always a two for one. It is. Bad news. <laughs> Treasure Cruise is a thing. It definitely is. But, like, man, Gurmog Angler is oppressive. Okay, and Will plays Popper, so listen to that, Wizards. Okay, the other one is 100-card Singleton. This is an online format that I occasionally jump into. Occasionally, not a whole bunch. Um, it's not Commander. It's like it's like Sans Commander? Yes. No Commander? Um, well, they banned Skull Clan because why was it already legal? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, Skull Clamp is a ridiculous card that just, it, it creates such a crazy draw engine in Singleton, it's unreal. So. Yeah, every single time anything happens, you draw two cards? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so Skull Clamp has been banned there, and it was just because it's too much of a draw engine with uh, very little for, uh, effort, basically. And what they say here for the explanation on uh, Treasure Cruise is over the past few months, the Treasure Cube decks, the Treasure Cruise decks have become more efficient, and the Popper metagame has become uh, significantly less diverse. In the interest of bringing back a healthy metagame, Wizards of the Coast has decided to make this change. Okay. I call next ban. Uh, I think you already did. Yep. 
<laughs> just wait, just wait. It's coming. Germog Angler. Oh my god. And you know the bad thing? After Germog Angler, it's going to be the uh, monkeys. I mean, that card, that card is theoretically reasonable, like, um. A 4-4 Trampler on turn 2? Well, the Affinity deck, Affinity deck already has access to the 2-mana 4-4, uh, with Metalcraft. Um, so there sure. are reliable, and like also they have just mere, uh, enforcers, so reliable 4-4s are a thing, but like, at least the red decks have one-for-one one answers for that, like, um, Flame Slash is a thing, so 4-4 four, 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 four is not a big deal, but when you get to 5-5, five, five, like, it's a super, super big deal, and just the fact that it's 5-5 five, five and also is coincidentally a black card, which means that it, it only allows one Car, one color answers to it. So, yeah. sorry, I don't mean to beat a dead horse. No, no, it's it's true. It, it is. There is a difference between four and five. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, those are our banned and restricted announcements for actual sanctioned formats. Now, for some reason, yesterday everybody was going absolutely ape shit on the twitters because I mean absolutely crazy. It was nuts. Like I had to calm people down uh, because there was a rules change to EDH. You mean the format that people just casually play together? They, yeah. You know, they they kind of make their own rules anyway. Over 50% of the players don't play by the rules because they use proxies. So let's yeah. start right there. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's going crazy over this rules change. And basically what it is is the tuck rule is now, uh, has now been changed. Before, if somebody... <laughs> I mean, I know a, a joke in very bad taste. Oh, so do I. Put one on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> um, but... But uh, it's in very bad taste. But the thing is, like, okay, so the way the Tucker Roll worked before was, like, I could bounce your general to your hand. And you had no say it goes to your hand. Now they're saying, you know what? If somebody bounces your general to your hand, you can choose to just put it in the command zone. That's That makes perfect sense to me. It does to me as well. <laughs> Same. But everybody is going nuts about it because they're saying that there's certain decks that no longer will be able to deal with certain generals and blah, 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 blah. I don't play Commander. I don't legitimately care. I just know that it was amusing for about the first three hours yesterday on Twitter, and then it became oppressive. Where it was just like, shut the fuck up, people. <laughs> I mean, really, the only colors that it really matters for are blue, primarily, and white. Like, yeah, Kinder. But, but white, and... white has legit answers to a lot of his cards. Right, exactly. So, mm-hmm. like, it's it's like Blue Mage is bitching, which should never actually happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I've, if I bounce it to your command zone, I'm ready with a counter. And yeah, it does but, hurt some of the crazy red cards. I won't lie it, about that. Really, the the blue card that suffers the most is Hinder. Hinder was like the secret yeah. broken card ever in EDH because it's just a counter spell for everything, and it also counters a general like almost indefinitely. That and there's a red card, uh, Chaos World. I want to say sure. it's called that sure. does crazy things with the Tuck Rule. But yeah, now that the, that's gone, it, it's gone. There's a, there's another caveat that allows them to press this rule is that most of the time commanders are sleeved differently than the rest of the deck. Yeah. When it is applied into the deck, it creates a known variable situation. It absolutely does. Also, um, realistically, in uh, 1v1 commander, the French commander as they call it, uh, this has been... <laughs> commander en français. Yeah. This has been the rule since the jump, so... It, it all just makes sense to me because I've always thought of my command zone when I played as like an extra card in hand. So I think it's a very fun and exciting. Yes. So I mean, if you don't like what we had to say about it, go listen to another podcast with actual like hardcore commander players, and you can listen to them complain all day about it. But hours of individual commander references. Yeah, but as far as I'm concerned, I this doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. Okay, now uh, we got a little bit of sad news here. Um, 
which, you know, I, I, we're kind of a new show, so oh, we, we, we do have to cover this. Um, and I'm not going to pretend that I have had very much interaction, if any, with, uh, this man, but, uh, Mike MacArthur, he is the, uh, copying editor for the mothership. Um, he has passed. He was in a bad car accident on Monday, um, and he unfortunately lost his life. Because of this, the uh, mothership is going black all week. Uh, you'll notice when you do click onto the mothership, it's all in black and white. Uh, there's only one story on the page, and that is a memoriam to Mr. MacArthur. Um, and realistically, this is what it should be. The, the link to the page, man, he looks like a good dude. Pictures in the woods, why not? Like stone at him. Like, yeah. Everybody I've talked to about him has uh, nothing but glowing things to say about him. And, you know, I like I said, I had very little interaction with him. Maybe just a couple tweets, you know, between, that went between a third party and made it to him. Um, because, you know, we didn't follow each other or anything. But anybody who's ever read anything on the mothership... This man was directly responsible for it. It was, he was directly responsible for it being legible. It was directly, I mean, so he, he affects your life whether you knew it or not. And on behalf of the pittance and all of our listeners, um, I would like to send out my deepest regards to all of his family and friends and his coworkers. It's hard to lose somebody you love and we understand that completely. We'll be right back in a moment. We're going to take a small break, and we'll be back with our pre-release stories. Pittance Podcast is brought to you this week, last week, next week, every goddamn week, by the Brainstorm Brewery. Marcel, Jason Alt, Ryan, Corbin, they're holding stuff down with their own podcast over there, which you should absolutely check out. And don't forget to check out the brainstormbrewery.com where they got plenty of good writers you can go check out for your financial needs. Oh, and you can find this show there. Yeah, this one. The one you're listening to, like if you didn't find it on MTG Cast, like it's over there. So you can listen to it over there if you want. Or at least, you know, go by their page and, you know, check things out and, you know, like click on the link to us. Okay, we're back. I don't uh, know. Anyway, stories, guys. Um, com. And I hope you guys had a good weekend because mine was just balls. <laughs> My, mine went pretty well. Uh, that's good. Well, did you play? I did play Magic. My Ooh. weekend was great, and Magic weekend was it was good. It was good. Okay, no, that's cool. Um, well, last time you missed, so I, I want to start with you. I want to hear your story of how absolutely good your pre-release went. Uh, well, I showed up on time. Awesome! Wow, <laughs> that helps. Good thing. Yeah, good way to start. No, no doubt. And I ate candy bars, which is also good. <laughs> it's like those two months of actually having a job. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it paid off. Story. A little bit of uh, on timeedness. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, I went Silumgar, which uh, was was weird. Uh, yeah, I wanted to do that all week, but I let other people choose my. Um, so I had like a, a very broad pool with a lot of depth, but uh, and actually, I feel like I had top end power too. I had uh, my seated pack gave me a foil Silumgar. And, nice. um, I also got the seven mana black, should be a demon, but is also a dragon. Um, if there are five creatures in play, destroy everything but me. Oh, Deathbringer Regent? Okay, Deathbringer Regent should be a demon for sure, like, without question. A demon um, dragon? I mean, even that's fine, but like... I feel like if it wasn't a set for dragons, he probably would be a demon. Absolutely. You know, so, um, I have this and like, um, I have a lot of the... 
I, so I, my, my, my pool is three of the bird, the one, one blue bird that draws a card when he dies. And I have Palace one. familiar. That card is just so stupid. Super, super good. And then I have, um, uh, two of the five mana minus three minus threes, uh, and a couple other of the, Extort guys or whatever the fuck the keyword mechanic is. Exploit. Yeah, exploit. I'm drunk I, I right said, now. I made that and I've been drunk since the weekend, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, so my pool's reasonable and I have like lots and lots of play, but you know, my, my top end is these two dragon creatures. Um, so I start off 2-0, which is totally fine, and then I play Prime Tavern, Judge Frank. Oh man, Frank is, uh, my magic mentor and has been beating the crap out of me at magic for 16 years now. Uh, yeah, that's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were at table one in the feature match, and uh, I have a late game package that is two dragon creatures, depending on resolving, and he has the, the mind control effect of the format at rare, which is like warded to fuck my deck. It's like illusory gains or something like that. Yeah, and mind controls whatever they want, then the next creature so, that person plays over and over. Yeah, yeah. So it's a mind control of, that he targets with, and then every time I play a creature, it reattaches to the next creature I, creature I play. Uh, so Asylum Guard says, like, hey, I, I mind control your guy, but then I defect to you, so the mind control wears off. And Deathbringer Regen says, I destroy everything and give you a 5-6. So... Frank to owed me like a boss, like as he should. Yeah, well, he drew the card both games in games one and two. He drew it, so I I just have nothing to say about that except good dick, sir, and uh, it felt right. <laughs> um, and uh, then I was able to win a round four match to make myself three and one going into round five, and played against young Kenny Beckman, who uh, did not allow my. Oh man, um, I'm sorry. I don't know the names of all the cards, but it's like it's like Journey to Nowhere, one in a white, a white enchantment, silk wrap, something or other. Silk wrap, yeah. yep. Yeah, uh, it, it just didn't stay in play due to the fact that he had the green unmorph guy naturalize. Oh my god, I knock. Uh, yeah, crap, something or other. Brutal. Yep. So um, he was able to put enough damage on table or enough power on table to be. Not ferocious, but even worse than that for me. Formidable. Yeah, and uh, attack me with elk or something. I don't know. It, it was bad. <laughs> and then also <laughs> had the plus two, plus one rebound for 16 damage lethal on the uh, on the Alp strike. So it's pretty sweet. Uh, I ended three and two. I had fun. Um, I felt like my pool was probably like a D minus, C plus, something around those lines. And uh, I had a good time. Cool. Cool. I'm just glad to hear you got to play Magic. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. I had money in my pocket and also time off to play Magic. It was a, a wonderful uh, happenstance, and I hope it happens again soon. So do I. You're always better to be around when you've been playing Magic. It's a fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so Roderick, you said you had a great weekend. Why don't you talk? Uh, yeah, I did uh, one midnight pre-release, Friday night, Saturday morning, whichever one you want to call it. And then I did two, two at a Giants, one Saturday at noon, and one Saturday at 5. But we'll start with the midnight. Um, I ended up going Colagon, the black red. Yeah. Uh, my seated pack, it was the uh, rare Megamorph guy that exiles top carded library. You can play it to win a turn. I wasn't too excited about that. Um, What's the Megamorph cost? Uh, one red, I think. 
That's reasonable. I like that they're it is. Sure of red, getting random cards. Mm-hmm. Um, my what I opened was a Dragon Whisperer, which fit right into red. Oh, nice. Um, my Fate Forge pack yielded a Citadel Siege plus a Windswept Heath. Oh, <laughs> my one of my one of my dragons packs had Shaman of the Forgotten Way and a Foil Dragon Lord Ojutai. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So did you play, did you play four color dragons? I played Mardu, warriors. Every single creature in my deck was a warrior besides the dragon, uh, besides dragon whisperer and the spirit token that Sandstep Outcast made. And I had the Bloodshin Rager. Sandstep Outcast when, a warrior? Yes. He is a human oh, warrior. Wow. I had the Bloodshin Rager so when he attacked you have to double block all my warriors. Yeah. But, uh, there was four rounds for the midnight. I'm going one and two with a Mardu. Um, one round one in like five minutes, um, against red green. They played something on turn two, turn three, turn four, but they were just dead. Cause I had like nine two drops and two one drops. Um, but then round two, I draw 14 lands in game one and was not able to take game three. Round three, game three, I have to mull to four cause I see one land in all of my hands and I wasn't going below four. And didn't see a third land till turn seven, which proved to be a bit too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I switched over. You would think that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I switched over to Bant with the Dragon Lord Ojitai, Ojitai's command, the Shaman of Forgotten Ways, and I won that last round. So prizes were given out up until two, one, and one. So I was just short of prizes on that one. I but you know, if the seed pact didn't hurt you there. Not really. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of think it might have. Uh, the shiny thing. I didn't play it, so you went Mardu. Yeah, no, I no, it just it meant that you, you went into oh. the pack, think yeah. to the to the event, thinking you were going to be black red. So you're trying to make yeah. a black red deck. I was black red splashing pretty much for Citadel Siege, uh, War Flare, and a few good white warriors. So if this was not a seeded event and you had just come in and looked at your pool, I wonder if you would not have had a different response to it. Probably. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if you would have went red-white and just dropped the black completely. I actually could have, but decided to add the Bloodshin Rager and a few of the other black cards. I was essentially red-white splashing black, um, but... Did you uh, have mana fixing? Like, you know... Uh, I had... Because I know I didn't see a single Evolving Wilds. I, I had one Evolving Wilds. <laughs> I had an Evolving Wilds and a Black Splash Land. Yeah, I was hit. Yeah, I had an Evolving Wilds in that deck. I mean... Did you have, by chance, the Red uh, White Land? No, I had the... No, uh, no, he had opened a, a uh, Windswept. Fetch. Yep, so I was playing... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. When I went to Bant, I was playing a Cons of Tarkir card in my Dragons of Tarkir uh, sealed deck. It was fun. It happens, man. <laughs> So then, uh, went home, slept for like five hours, then went back out, uh, played two at a giant at noon, um, partner with Jesse Groom for both the noon and the five oh, o'clock carries. at a giant. So that means you did well because yeah, Carrie, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Groom, <laughs> his back's probably screaming Ooh, now from man, Carrie that's uh, No, my back is killing me after a few rounds because of uh, some of the things that happened. But um, he, I let him pick whichever color he wanted because I didn't really care which color I ended up. I was just going to go uh, whatever clan did not share any colors with the one he picked, so we weren't trying to fight for any colors, which wouldn't have been a big deal. But it was just trying to avoid that if we could. Um, he picked Ojutai for both, and I picked Atarka for both. Um, the first sealed pool, I open him a, uh, Monas, not Monastery Mentor, um, Soulfire Grandmaster, and a Tranquil Cove, and we had three pacifisms. I hmm. open him an Icefall Regent, 
So he got all the, the rares. I got five Dragon Scarred Bears. So I held the ground for him long enough for him to be able to play his Pristine Skywise, which is the uh, rare Ojutai 6-4, who, when you cast an on-creature spell, untaps and gains protection from a color of your choice. He had two of those and the Icefall Regent. So I was just to hold the ground until he could play a flyer, which the Bears did uh, They did a good job. Um, we ended up going 3-0-1. We drew in the finals. Uh, so our opponents, who we drew with, we decided to play anyway. And, you know, they were bragging about how all three rounds that they won, they didn't take a single point of damage, blah, blah, blah. So we play them, and we beat them 31-0 in life totals. Nice. Because both Jesse and I had our on-color gain land. So uh-huh. it was kind of uh, weird how that worked, because it also happened again in the 5 o'clock two-headed giant. I opened a Tranquil Cove, and he opened a Rugged Highlands. So seems like fun. we were a, <laughs> pretty much uh, in the second one. We ended up just going 4-0. We decided not to draw. Also that and the per, uh, group we got paired against in the finals was 2-0-1. So with the draw, they would have gotten like three packs. Um, but that one, we only had two pacifisms and Jesse's pool was a lot, a lot weaker. But mine was more solid. I had Sorak as my seated rare. Uh, I had two of the bears. I had three epic confrontations, uh, two tread upon. Uh, I had the four man up, two, uh, two creatures get plus two plus two and trample. I just had all the aggro and all the ground pound. And then, then Jesse decides to keep on the draw. He has two islands, a palace familiar, uh, the three, three hexproof flying dragon, the uncommon. Uh-huh. Two of those. Then he has two white cards. I he don't know if I'd have kept that. We had one free maul to seven here to use it. I'm like, I would maul that. He's like, no, we're on the draw. We fine. He doesn't draw a third land till like turn four or five. It's an island. All right. <laughs> so he's mono blue right now. And all the draws up until that point, except for one more of the three, three hexproof dragon were white. <laughs> yeah, but the three, three hexproof dragon is morph. Um... Yeah, I mean he was morphing those down, but they those died quickly. And then about turn ten or eleven, he finally gets his white source after I had already knocked them down from thirty to either nineteen or seventeen until he could start pacifying, playing down the two pacifisms he drew. But it was just turn after turn of him drawing, passing, drawing, passing with a fistful of white cards. So what you're telling me is he carried you, huh? I mean, he no. Definitely did the heavy lifting. <laughs> sure. We also yeah. have to keep in mind who's telling us this story. Uh, you know. that, that is true. <laughs> I bet if we asked Jesse, it'd be completely different. No, that that one was uh, a. <laughs> he's been wrapping his back all week. I mean, he's just in pain. <laughs> I mean, he had the more powerful deck in the first sealed, no doubt. I was pretty much just trying to hold the ground until he could play his flyers and his tricks, um, which my deck did pretty well. Like our decks kind of synergized. I would hold the ground so he could have all the time he needed to get his dragons, get his tricks, his removal, so to speak, with pacifisms. But like his was the more powerful in the first uh, two hundred giant. I feel like I probably had the more powerful in the second one. But uh overall, it was a very fun weekend. All right, so Angela, how'd your weekend go? Um, good and shitty at the same time. Did you have fun? Oh, I always have fun when I'm playing with cardboard. Okay. I mean, let's just face facts. I mean, 
you don't want to fun why you're playing this game. Right. And, you know, I actually went into it with the whole fun idea going because, like, I wanted to go Solemngar, kind of like Will mm-hmm. did because it's just absurd and good. It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, do I want to go, I was like, I want to go Solemngar, I want to go Kolingon. Um, Solemngar is like, you know, death with control, which, you know, I'm fine with that. And I'm like, Kolingon is just like fire and death. Yeah. yeah. Like, definitely Solemngar draws your deck very thin. Kolingon just beats with no care. Yeah, just draws your no. opponent's life very thin. No fucks <laughs> given. Just yeah. attack. Just go. T- turn them sideways, get down the throttles real quick. But I decided to have some fun with it. So I, with my first pre-release, I ended up doing two. I accepted the Twitter challenge. Oh. Um, I failed because I only got one Enduring Scale Lord. You need to get two to pull this off. Uh, but I went Dromica, obviously. And for anybody who doesn't know what the challenge was, it was to create an infinite loop between two Enduring Scale Lords. Infinite, infinite flyers. Um, no, infinite, infinite, uh, t- strength and toughness. Arbitrarily yeah. large. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad yeah. Two infinite, infinite flyers. Well, arbitrarily go. large, because if it's infinite, you time out. Yes, it never stops. Don't say infinite. Infinite is a very direct word in this game. That is true. Uh, but yeah, you basically can make two dragons as big as all fucks. And <laughs> just be like, swing for win? How? And, and the worst case scenario is you create an abyss. <laughs> because they will be blocking every turn. So, oh, imagine if they had the, uh, in target player sacks a creature and if you have a dragon or reveal one, you gain that life equal to their toughness. Oh, so sick. But basically <laughs> what you gotta do is you have to get two scale lords in play and then you have to play any bolster card. And once that happens, the two will just trigger off of each other for infinite, because what Scale Lord says is a 4-4 flyer for a 4 and a green and a white. Whenever one or more plus 1 plus 1 counters are placed on another creature you control, you may put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on on Enduring Scale Lord, so the two just bounce off of each other. As big as you want them to get. They look at each other and they're like, I bet I can masturbate better than you. Yeah. <laughs> Does it matter? Because the guy across from us is going to be the one eating a cracker. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, as long as someone eats it, that's what's important. And yeah. to be fair, Chips Ahoy is better than a cracker. Right. And to go... Uh, cookie, cookie. Ugh. <laughs> so I... Uh, I decided I went to Robica. My pack I opened, it was a Sunscorch Regent, was my promo. How'd that work for you? I Anytime I played him, it was insane. Because it was like either you had a kill spell for it, or he just got arbitrarily large. And I gained a bunch of life, so... Seems very good. Right? A 4-3 with a bunch of... It gets a plus one, plus one counter anytime somebody plays a spell... And it was like, you know, obviously somebody misplayed against me and was like, I hit that for three. I'm like, you play a spell. I roll that up. <laughs> Damn. That, that was bound to happen. <laughs> yeah. At a pre-release, it's just bound to happen. Um, I, my first round opponent, like, and it was pretty wild because I shuffled my deck like crazy, but I absolutely just could not get manas. Uh, it was pretty bad as far as that goes, but you know what? It didn't matter because this dude's deck was insane, and it was like the one game I dropped my fourth land, he follows it up with an Ugin, and I <laughs> isn't that nice? Fourth land. That was my Ugin. secret dream was to open Ugin in the in the Dragons pre-release, just because I knew nothing beats Ugin. There's so few answers to Ugin. I'm just like looking across. I'm going, I got four lands. He just hard casted Ugin. I'm dead. You know, <laughs> like. So it was like, okay, cool. You know, he beat me. He ended up doing extremely well during the tournament. So it was like, that was a match I was probably going to lose anyway because my pool was utter garbage. I am not, you know, uh, understating this at all. So I'm like, okay. So I win my next round by basically, I was playing against somebody who I beat on skill level. I did not beat them on uh, actual cards. Like I beat them because I just know the game better than them. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, and then I lose my next round. 
Um, and it was like a legit just, I got my face pounded in. Hooray, uh, Colagon clan. <laughs> <laughs> Colagon can definitely take games. Yeah, I mean, I just got my face beat in. Like, it was, uh, there's that, what is it, a 5-5 five, five, five that you have to pay two life to declare tax? No, the 5-5 five, five for 3 with dash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like at the beginning of your upkeep, it deals you two or something, I think. Yeah, it's when you do 5-3. Okay, either way. Um, when I'm looking across the board at two of them and the Colagon Dragon Lord... Sweet, that's the deck I want. I'm just like, yeah, I can't win. <laughs> that guy's, I mean, he's a direct descendant of Phyrexian Negator. Right? So I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm in trouble. I, I, I'm dead. Uh, so that, that happens. And then, you know, I go on and I uh, play my fourth round game, and this game was nuts. Um, my opponent had at one point 72 life. How did he manage that? Um, the, life? right. Well, there's yeah. a lot of life gain available. Did he open a Master of the Unseen in Fate Reforged? No, he did not, but he did manage to open three of the two fours that gain you two life every time you cost a, cast a. <laughs> oh, that we found. Yeah, and he was actually playing Ojitai. So it got absurd. He got me down at one point to like four. But I managed to come back and win that game. Um, At the end of that game, however, we heard the announcement, seven minutes left in the round. (laughs) We're like, ah, fuck. So we go into game two, and my deck fucking just farts out every two drop I had. <laughs> and luck cards. Good way to win. I mean, definitely solids were left behind, right? Oh, it was it was so lucky because like I think I stalled at like four land, and I, like I was sitting at the end of the game, I was sitting on a bunch of five, uh, five and six drops, and maybe even the seven drop, and they had been in my hand all game, but it seemed like every draw was just another two drop because. That's all you need, man, bears. Yeah, I did get, and th- this was probably the kind of the cool part of the deck to me was I got uh three of the two two vigilant warriors. Oh man. Um so I'm like, okay, these are good bearers. Like I can play these bearers. And I had that uh card that gives plus two plus two and trample to two creatures. Try to punch. Yeah. So yep. like I was able to make that work in that game and I'm like, okay, cool. So I actually win this within the seven minutes. Uh, which is great because I had time to go out for a cigarette. Uh, and then in the fifth round, it was like I was playing against this guy that was like, whoever wins is going to probably get prize, and the other one is not. And um, it was a kind of one of those situations where, like, the dude thought I was playing an aggro deck because he just saw all of my two drops. <laughs> <laughs> Both games we played. He's like, God damn it. He's, he was playing Solomgar. Um, and I was able, the one game he did steal my Sunscorch Regent, which was kind of bad. Um, goddamn you, Solomgar. Did he have a Solomgar? Yes, he did. Um, so he won that game, but the other two games that we played, like, I was just like two drop, two drop, two drop, two drop, morph, morph, swing, swing, swing. And I was able to beat him before he could set up his board. His deck was clearly set up for a long game. And my deck decided to use the short side of the deck to uh, win. It was my, my deck was really uh, bad in the fact that I had a lot of early drops and I had a lot of late drops, and my middle was barren. And that can be a real problem, you know, when you start getting into games of attrition. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was kind of that one. I did win some prizes on that one going 3-2. Uh, I got... I want to say I got like three or four packs of cards. I didn't open nothing good all weekend, so like, Bird. like when it's all. I mean, that's done. an accomplishment for you. Come, I mean, claiming for having such a bad sealed pool, that's an accomplishment to even get any amount of prizes. It's kind of the way I felt, but I mean, right now I currently have two Haven of the Spirit Dragons, so that explains you know. Yes, yeah, so and <laughs> I, I, I think maybe you you should have explored the depth of your pool if you had opened both. If you definitely, if you opened both those in the same pool, I feel no, like those are one of them was in another pool in my second uh, tournament and. 
game one was in the prize packs. Oh, well, that's uh, just the best prize pack ever. Yeah, like, if that was in my pool, because Standard staple. Standard staple. EDH, man. I'm going to save them for about four years and then sell them for EDH fodder. Sounds very, very, very probably valid. like $8. Right? $8 <laughs> for that sounds very right. Yeah, I mean, in about four years. I'll, I'll just wait, because every mm-hmm. EDH player loves his dragons, so it'll be worth something at, at some point. Um, so it was like, okay, cool. Uh, I head home, try to get some sleep. Keyword, try. <laughs> You have not been sleeping well as of late. No, I do not sleep. Uh, and lately <laughs> it's been worse than usual. So then Did I... Did you step outside for a smoke and forget where you were? Um, no, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Uh, it wasn't that bad. But that was a 32-player tournament. Um, or 31-player, I'm sorry. One more and we would have had to play six rounds. So we're, we're sitting there and I'm like, how many players? And the guy runs the store is like 31. I was like, if one more person comes in, tell him he's fucked. He can't play. <laughs> I was like, if five more people come in, I get it. But, you know, that one extra round, even the shock, he kind of laughed and was like, yeah, <laughs> I really don't want to go an extra round if we can help it. Um, I did, I sat down with uh, Josh Milliken when we were doing our building and like, you know, we kind of helped each other build our decks. Um, he, I mean, he has some pro torker credentials, so like, I'm not going to not seek that out when we know each other fairly well and we're sitting right next to each other. And it's, you know, a pre-release, so you're actually allowed to do that. Um, he asked me some questions on what I thought he should run as his last card, and he went, took my advice, and he did great. So, you know, I felt like I, I at least contributed something to the weekend to somebody. Um, so the next day, I do decide to uh, get up and. I head back out to where I was playing because they have this deal where I was playing that it was, uh, oh, excuse me, I'm about to sneeze. Uh, mute mic. Anyway, <laughs> I should leave that in, huh? <laughs> so, like, they had this deal where I was playing. I was going to go to the shop that uh, Mike went to that sponsored us, but I kind of had a feeling he was sold out because yeah, he was sold out for all of them. He had, like, one spot left, so I was just assuming, oh, fuck it, I'll go to this other store I've been going to. And so I head back out there the second day because they had this cool deal. If you play in one pre-release, you get the next pre-release at $5 off. And as far as I'm concerned, that's sweet. So I get my second one. I look at my wife before I leave, and I go, um, and I name off the four dragons I didn't play. And I said, pick one. She says, Ojitai. And I said, okay. And I went in, and I said, I'm going to play Ojitai. And there's no way my pool could be worse than the one I had the day before, right? (laughs) Was it a debatable? Uh, No, in the end, it proves that it was actually worse than the one I had the day before. Um, mm. So I sit down and it, dude, it was weird. We go from 31 people, his very next pre-release, you know, which gave his players time to go home and sleep because I think it was like seven o'clock at night. Wow. I was eighth. That's person. a lot of time. <laughs> people like sleep. Uh, apparently, a lot of sleep. People aren't dedicated enough to this game. Yeah. How so dare they sleep? I got into a three-round pre-release. Sweet. Uh, which was cool in its own way because like it was only play three rounds, go home, get some sleep. And once I opened my pool and saw what I had, I said, you know what? I don't think I want to play more than three rounds with this. It was bad. Like I had a decent removal package. I had, uh, two pacifisms. Um, I had two, uh, learn or not learn from the past. That's a completely different card. The O, it makes a creature an O2, uh, reduce in stature. Ooh. And my, uh, promo card was an icefall region. And that is the end of the hits. I had no more dragons in the entire pool. Um, I had none of the 1-1 one, one birds that help you dig deeper. I had just utter and complete garbage. So, like, it really bummed me out to play this pool. So my first round opponent, he basically had a buy. Although it's not a buy because I guess if you're playing me, it's never a buy. Um, he beat me pretty soundly. However, uh, my second round opponent, and he had the most insane Solemn Guard deck I've ever seen. Like, he had a Solemn Guard. Not the new one, the old one. <laughs> he, had, he had a Sadisi. 
the, the new, new one. <laughs> um, just he had uh, seven spells of hard removal. Mm, wow, Baron was hard. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm playing him. I'm like, you know, I put up the best fight I could. Don't get me wrong, he just wins, okay? And like I looked at, him, I was like, man, you got a good deck there. And he's like, ah, I don't know, man. I was like, trust me when I say this. If you hand me that deck, I don't drop a game all night. You shouldn't drop a game all night. That deck is nuts. He goes, okay, um, if you think so. He's like, I, I know you. I know you're a good player. You give off a... He's like, I'm actually a little afraid of you when I sit down across the table from you. I was like, well, with that deck, I wouldn't be afraid of fucking nobody. That thing is nuts. <laughs> uh, so he three O's. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I told you, man, that deck is insane. You're, you're, you're good to go. And my second round opponent, um, it was a younger kid. And I just outplayed him. He had a better deck. I just outplayed him. He was he was fumbling and making mistakes left and right. Like you know, I have a morph creature with two plus two plus or two plus one plus one counters on it, and he gives his creature protection from a color. And I'm like, okay, block. And he's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So it's like, okay, I just you know, was I just understood the rules better, and that's why I beat that kid. Although I did get to make, and it was kind of funny. Uh, what is that thing called? It is a one one with Double strike? The bird? The one that bolsters when it attacks or the bird? The bird. The Megamorph bird. Even Even something or other. Even Sunstriker. I did manage to get five plus one plus one counters on that thing. That's pretty good. (laughs) Well, that's that's 12 points of damage every turn. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, like, that was part of the reason I beat that kid. Uh, So then I go into my last round and I'm playing against this one guy who, you know, he's one of the people I've been going to the store for a while. And I've told you guys in the past, there's a few people there that I get along with really well. And they were, like, very accepting of, you know, meeting the new player. And then there was a bunch of them who just kind of went into the corner, was socially awkward and didn't want to talk to the new guy. Well, this is one of them. This is one of the guys that I've talked to from the jump. Just a all around good guy. And we're sitting down. We're both one one. And you know, it's, he's paying out to every two one or better, right? And we're just like, well, we're playing for prize. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And like, okay, so we got to kind of take this seriously, you know, but we can still have some fun. So we play out and I win game one and he wins the next two. Uh, he was playing Atarka and he got stupid (laughs) in the two games that he won. Like, he was using that dragon that gives you a bunch of mana, uh, savage. Savage vent maw. Vent maw to pump that green dude that gets plus. Plus four, plus four? The 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, yeah, the 2-2. Two, two, no, it just gets plus four. Just plus four, plus four. Okay. But still. Yeah, he was using the dragon manta to pump into that thing. And while he had another dragon. I mean, that's 10. Right. Plus so, the other dragon. So he beats me. And then in the last game, I kind of was like, I was looking at the table and like I had bounced the vent maw three times. Um, I have him down to where like, I realistically have to swing with everything or all I'm doing is prolonging the inevitable. He has a morph down and I'm like, if that morph is anything but a dragon, he's forced to block and I win this game. But if that morph a dragon? is a dragon, I can't win. The morph was a dragon. But, like, literally, that was my only out, so I had to play it that way. And, I mean, like, I don't feel like I played bad all weekend. I just feel like, you know, the cards weren't with me. So I won nothing on that one. And the bastard locked me out of on the stupid dice roll game thing, too, for highest roll. Like, God damn you, you prick, you've knocked me out of everything. <laughs> How did you do on your dice roll game? Uh, I was going to... and Angelo. Uh, no, Angelo. Um, my, okay, on the f- first night, my high dice roll was uh, 22. Oof. On the second day, my high dice roll was 18. Mm. Roger? Mine was zero because uh, my LGS decided not to do it. 
Really? Why did they decide not to do it? Because they were already doing the prize wall and they didn't want a whole bunch of people rushing up to the counter throwing dice because, uh, there was only one of the two people who were supposed to be there. The other one was gone. So with just one person running it, he decided not to do it for the pre-release. I mean, I, I condone his, uh, respect for the game and not running the bowling game. Yeah. I mean, all three events went off without a single hitch. He was not only dealing with 40, was it 40 at the midnight? No, it wasn't 40. It was only four rounds. It might have been 30 at the midnight. 30 would have been five rounds. I don't know what we had. Or did I don't know. He just make up rounds. his own round numbers because uh, four four rounds is nine to sixteen players. I know it was definitely more than sixteen players. Okay, because so all because almost all the tables were full. Because he just did four rounds and paid out to four zero three one three zero one and two one. Okay, because okay, I, like, I mean, yeah, he just was doing to X. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I saw the but, pictures. Uh, I know there was a lot of people in there. You know? There was just, a lot of people there. There was all those for the midnight. There were. Were there 12 teams for the first two at a giant? I and then there was, I think there was, I think there was 12 for the first and then there was nine for the second. And not only did he have to deal with all of those people, but he was dealing with like people who just wanted to come in casually play people who were looking to buy and sell cards and every single thing went off without a hitch. Okay. By himself, so. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I can understand his reasoning for not doing it. I actually kind of think it's a shame that he didn't because I thought it was a good distraction myself. Will, how'd you do? I rolled 14, uh, once and then kept it. Okay. You, you get two rolls and keep the best. Why, why didn't you? I thought my roll was very standard and fine. You could just try again. It's free. Yeah, I want, you know, I mean, I felt like, uh, you don't like throwing things? Good. No, no, I achieved exactly what I wanted to in the first roll, so why would I, you know? Cause it's free. Yeah. But it's not free high. though. It, it definitely costs jewels of energy for sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might cost you one calorie to throw a dice. I'm not. I'm not concerned with my calories. Thing. I'm concerned with the calorie of the person who has to set the game back up for me to throw again whenever I have already achieved what I wanted. <laughs> okay. Um, Fair. Personal You're opinions being about of others. Um, since you got to play, a personal opinion about the game. I thought I rolled very well. No, I mean the game in general, not necessarily. I thought I was really good at it. Oh my god. Will, do you think the game was a good idea? Not no, how, not at all. Do you think you're going to go pro at this game? That's <laughs> I mean, not yeah, the question. I definitely could. But, um, no, I, th- I thought, I mean, as I said in previous episodes, I thought it was a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I thought it was a terrible idea as well, but it did create some sort of distraction in between rounds that I actually kind of enjoyed a lot better than I liked, like, the Hell Vault or... You know, completing the maze or any of that other stuff or any of those checklists. Did you parts. like when they did what the, uh, my LGS was just along the starting of the first round by 12 minutes as everyone chucked dice <laughs> everything. Oh yeah. See, at mine, he was cutting you off. He was, he would take like six players around pops and then it was like done. Come back next round, you know, and I, I don't know. I, I felt that the way he did it was okay. Everyone got their chance to throw dice, but I don't know. I, uh, I, I missed mean, I the board one time. I did miss the board with one of my throws. I'm walking did off. you hit someone with it, or did you hit glass? No, it bounced off of the very front of the board. Like, straight on really the good. very front of the board and fell straight to the ground. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and he's like, well, one more roll. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I got it. The, the problem I had with the board was the way it was set up. Like, one side was clearly better than the rest. And, whoa, we lost Mike. 
We lost Michael? Uh, it just said call dropped. Did he fall into the void? I think he fell into the void. Bye, Mike. He, he, I think his, uh, recording equipment died on him. <laughs> I mean, could I, could I like use my exploit trigger? Sure. Uh, I'm back. every oh, player oh. drinks a shot. Take that. Okay. Give me a second. Here we go. Shot taken. Wait, wait. What am I missing? I want shots. Hold on. You're missing <laughs> Will falling out of his chair. No, that was just my headphones falling off my <laughs> Close enough. Okay, so, alright, we've gone over the game, we've gone over our personal pre-release stories. Uh, the next part of this is our personal feel for the new set and what we thought. I will say Megamorph plays a lot better than I thought it would. I heard that was my yes. exact statement entirely. Yes, Megamorph, it does. man, it's just a bad name, but you know, it's still it's more fine like, mechanic. It's always sweet. Right, having a two-two for three is just good and limited. There's no way around that. If you get to flip it, great. If you don't, it's still a three-three for. Or it's still oh a man, three. I definitely got blown out by the uh, the rare blue guy. Um, Stratus Dancer. Yeah, Kenny Kenny Backman, man, blowing me out on my flatten. Oh, the game and no removal for you. Oh man, brutal. Ouch. Um, but I will say that to start, um, the removal's uh, a welcome thing. There's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Flatten. Yeah. yeah, that is just what throttle always should have been. Go for the throat. It's just what death should be. <laughs> I ran into a lot of death. Go for the throat. You mean so ultimate I price? See, I didn't ultimate see price. price. My fault. I was about to say ultimate. I, I, price. Um, I'll take a go for the throat. Yeah. That'll kill a rhino. Yeah, ultimate price. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, very good. Killed a lot of my creatures over the weekend. Um, it's just good to see some quality removal in a format finally. Um, mm-hmm. it, it has been bad. There's no way around that. I am I am still going to hold my opinion for another two weeks until I play the format with real cards. No, no, no I, I, I actually agree with you, yeah. but I, I can make some initial estimations of what the coming format's going to look like after playing with these cards. I think most of your power... Is going to come from the one Fate Reforged package in a draft, though. <laughs> really do. Um, thank mm, God that's picked that pack possibly third but... because the rares in that pack are so stupid. And you know, rather than putting you in that color, now you're going to be in a position where you can go, okay, I'm going, I'm drafting these two colors, and it's like you open that third pack, and you might not be able to take the rare. Uh, yep. So I think that is probably the best way of doing it. Thank God we ain't opening Fate first. Um, as far as sealed goes, real sealed, um, again, I think a good portion of the decks are going to come out of the Fate or Forge packs. It's 3-3 three, three again for real sealed, right? Real sealed, it is 3-3, three and three, so I think okay. a good portion of the decks are going to come out of the Fate or Forge packs. They just do. Um, I mean, that's how it was with cons, too, so... Yeah, Fate or Forge is a very strong set. Yeah. And with it being I don't... so uh, small... The concentration of good cards you get in a Fate Reforge pack just outweighs what you're going to get in other packs. Mm-hmm. Um, also, while there's a lot of cool uh, kill cards and a lot of cool uh, trick cards in the new set, um, it seems like it's going to slow the games down a lot, which is another reason why I think Fate Reforged is going to be where most people build their decks from, because... If you don't get fast, the Fate Reforged decks will just crush you. And when you're waiting till turn five or six to draw your dragon, I think it's too late. Yeah, but I will say, like, Formidable is actually a lot easier to achieve than I was expecting. See, I actually figured that um, one was going to be really easy to get. I didn't think it was going to be too easy, but it was a lot easier than I was expecting. Yeah, fortunately, like, because I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I mean, that three three for two with Defender that can attack. The mm-hmm. oh, there was a uh, one turn at my pre-release. I attacked. I had a 3-2 Dragon Scarred Bear, the 2-4 Vigilant Guy who adds mana, three colorless if you have Formidable, and a Morph. Well, my Morph was the uh, 
Salt Road Ambusher. Mm-hmm. But in order to flip him up, like I flipped him up. No, I had, didn't have the mana to flip him up. I tread upon to get formidable, add three mana to get enough mana to flip him up because I was stuck on four forests. Okay, you need so, that fifth. Mm-hmm. But the tread upon got me the formidable. The elders added the mana to flip him up and it was a blowout. And that was just so much fun. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, check back with us in a couple weeks. When we, you know, have some drafts under our belts. And yeah, I'm probably going to be doing a lot this coming weekend. My OGS is doing $11 drafts all day Saturday. Oh, sounds sweet. Um, so I'm jumping in as many as I can. Yeah, so once we get some drafts under our belt, once we get some sealed events under our belt, I mean, me, it's going to be a week or two because, you know, I'm going to wait for Magic, Magic Online. Magic Online lag. Yeah, really. But, I mean, but I yeah. can grind so many games so fast. Um, <laughs> it's not about the speed. It's about the depth. Well, the more I see, the more depth I'll get, let me tell you. Yep. Oh, baby. Just tell me more. Just keep throwing money at the computer. I, come on, man. I don't throw money at the computer. It's called winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that uh, there are times where you do have to throw money at that computer to win. I, I legitimately, um, I, I went back and checked. I have not, I've been playing a fair amount of Magic Online. I have not gotten a store participation promo in four months. Really? And that's wow. only $20. If you put $20, if you buy $20 worth of product from the store, you get that. So, um, I'm actually doing a lot better than I thought I was. Well, that's always good. Yep. So that's, that's awesome. And I got two event participation, uh, promos this past one, but no store participation. So, meh. What was the event for this last one? Um, I honestly don't remember. I just know that so, I got oh, it because of the stupid email. Was. Yeah, I don't know. The email said that I got it, so I assumed that I got it. I, okay. <laughs> I don't check my promos very often on Magic Online. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not worth a fuck all nothing, so who cares? Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, anybody have anything else they want to add to the feel of the set that they enjoyed, uh, flavor-wise, anything? Crickets. Not that what I can think of. Is there anything you want to add to the general feel of the set uh, now that you played with it, whether it's flavor-wise, whether it's uh, anything? I don't care if you want to talk, talk. Okay, so you'll be the first one I ask after this break to talk. <laughs> We're going to take a small break. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody, it's that time again for me to talk about Titan Game Shop. This place is the place to go. They got your sealed product. They got your singles at good prices. They ship pretty much anywhere. You know, within like legal things. And they got a bunch of other things coming down the pipe that I need to tell you folks about. You like modern? Well, listen to all this modern stuff they got going on, right? First off, Modern Masters. We all know it's coming. They're going to have plenty of product. They're going to do a big release sealed event. Seems kind of fun to me. I mean, just come get the product. Also, they're going to have their own series that they're putting on. Okay? I mean, like, geez. The winners, the three winners, they're going to end up getting sponsored to go to GP Pittsburgh right around Thanksgiving. So, like, that's a pretty good prize. Also, on May 10th, they have a PPTQ Milwaukee. But to go along with it, it's also an SCGIQ and a 1K. That's right, $1,000 in prizes, an invitational qualifier, and a PPTQ all wrapped up in the one. That's a hell of a tournament. Might want to travel for that one. Jeez, that's like kick ass. But anyway, check these guys out. That's TitanGameShop.com, T-A-I-T-A-N, GameShop.com, and also at TitanCards at gmail.com. Get a hold of them at either one of those places. You can also find them over on TCG Player. And remember, if you do decide to go there and order something, let them know that the PIDIMP sent you. They want to hear it. We want you guys to say it. Helps everybody out. 
Remember to check his shop out. It's a good shop. I wouldn't put my name on it if I didn't believe So it. we are back, and, uh, Will, I promised you something, and I'm going to live up to my promise. Oh, what you been man. up to, buddy? <laughs> I have been up to things. Things. Um, all right, so the pivotal event of my week, which I do think that Will would like to hear about, revolves my friend Todd's birthday party, which I went to. Oh, no. <laughs> Todd was 33 years old, which was great. And um I have known Todd for a very long time now. He's a magic buddy and a D and D buddy and a rock band buddy. So I go to his house and uh get very, very inebriated while playing rock band, which is great. Unfortunately, um about what I would consider to be three quarters of the way through my rock banding experience, um, like a very non zero amount of sub twenty one year old who was showed up at the party and began drinking liquor and uh, making out on each other, which I personally find extremely offensive. I know that most men think that I'm like some kind of, uh, you know, expletive deleted for that shit. Uh, but man, it just made me feel very bad. And then worse than that were then the like non-invited's uh, who just happened to be invited along to be the dicks required for these sub 21 year old who was. Um, so there happened to be an event where, uh, like these four guys who just showed up very late in the night after I was so, oh man, I got a free case of tequila flavored beer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, so whenever I show up at Todd's house, he just makes me drink shots for whatever. And we play like throwing the ball in the cup pong, uh, for, uh, you know, shots, which is bad for me because I need a paddle and bad for me because I don't, I don't take shots that well. Yeah. That's all Todd drinks is hard liquor. Right. No, exactly. So Todd has no recollection of whatsoever, whatever happened. And and spoiler alert, he's like, Hey man, do you, know why there are fist-shaped bruises on my chest, because I don't. And I'm like, I have no idea either, bro. So, so, uh, but yeah, I I definitely lost two games of Pong, or throwing the ball Pong to Todd. But, um, so these these gentlemen, who were less than gentlemen, uh, who showed up to, you know, like, harpoon the... The The horse? Yeah, exactly. Um, They all went outside of the house to pee in unison on the side of the house, which I then take advantage of through like uh uphillness and a fence to like pee on slash around the leader of the gang and uh like that offended them entirely which got this response of like all four of them running into the house to run out of the back door while I hopped over the fence and giggled with glee. <laughs> and then, now like, was it giggling or were you so intoxicated it just sounded I mean, so loud? I, again, it was giggling in his head. In my head, I don't know. Like probably it was like, oh my god, please don't murder me with your big harpoon dicks or whatever. But, um, after this, I. I circumvent the block, and then I come back to the front porch uh, and, you know, kind of strut my stuff as the cock that I am, and then, like, am descended upon by three to four people and roughly excommunicated from the party. <laughs> I have no damage upon my person whatsoever. I was not hit or harassed in any way, aside from, like, escorted away from the party from my good friend, John Kemp. Shout out to John Kemp. And uh, then I ran away like Daffy Duck going crazy in the Looney Tunes episode from John Kemp. <laughs> 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 I 
why can I see that? <laughs> because we all know it's going to happen. It happened on the Main Street Rochester, which is great because I just live off that. But I definitely um, had three or four calls the next day just making sure I was not arrested. Uh, but after I got home, I then played two games of Pong with paddles just to feel good about myself, and I lost both of them. So I drank you know, another six-pack of beer, and um, my roommate Juarez is like extremely ticklish. So at this point in time, this is on hearsay from my roommate, Mike, <laughs> who claims that I tickled him relentlessly for two hours. And um, at the time, I would like like flop down on the ground and go into seizures. And then when he would come up and see if I was okay, I would tickle him more. And then like I tickled him on the steps, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm going to pee. And he ran outside to pee. So I stuck out the other door to tickle him while he was peeing, right? <laughs> Terrible things. And then he was tickled at work the next day because of this. Like, awful. <laughs> Yeah, so like, man, my Saturday into Sunday was crazy, and I thank it all to the fact that I got fire quit from my job. <laughs> fire quit. <laughs> it was good. Uh, so yeah. Fuck, that, sounds like you had fun. I had so much fun. I did. I played Magic too, which was super sweet, and like, I had a lot of fun. I lost against Frank and Magic, which just seems inevitable. And, um, you know, like, Kenny Beckman crushed the fuck out of me, and that made him very happy, and it made me very happy because of that, but I was also very angry that I got less packs. Uh, but yeah. all in all, I mean, it seems like your entire weekend. Oh no, my entire weekend was good. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, I will no longer be seeing Megan anymore. She claims uh, that what my happened? Life, uh, my life is not serious enough for hers. I, Did she hear the story first? Uh, no, no, it was pre-story. I guess maybe the story was in part because of the lack of Meganness in future, but, uh, she wants normal life and I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, you're not normal. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't no that fucking is true. normal, right? You gotta hit the woods every couple years, you gotta, I mean, there's I things that you value in your life that your normal person does not. It's cool. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with it. It was okay. It was alright all, all the same, so. I'm glad to hear you're okay with that then um mutual it sounds like well i mean i i would have i would have definitely shifted her from her perspective but i don't think she wanted to be you know no. dissuaded wow yeah you're that, that's a fight not worth fighting to be honest mm-hmm. um mike how was your uh what have you been up to this week uh nothing as exciting as will um <laughs> just get very <laughs> drunk it will happen uh it sounds like fun but that'll have to wait um uh, pretty much just played Magic this past week. Magic and work, same shit, pretty much. Uh, yeah, about it. Nothing exciting at all. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, myself, what's up? Roderick, what was your best Magic moment of the weekend? Uh, probably that, uh, play I was talking about earlier with Formidable with Tread Upon, Flip the Guy for Blowouts. Oh, so good. Blowouts are always key. Right. Yeah, because I didn't have Formidable, but I achieved it, and I was on less man than needed to flip my morph. But I got there because I got formidable and it was fun. Seems good. Um, my life has kind of been weird. Uh, my sleep, which I'm not normally a big sleep person, uh, I'm getting less than usual. Like, I, I've now hit the, uh, three hours every 48 hours mark. It's bad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of stresses and stuff going on in my life that, you know, I, I really don't want to talk about on here to be real honest with you. Uh, at some point I may have to. Um, but for now, I, I think I'd rather just keep it personal. Um, 
And aside from that, like, I got to play the Magics. Uh, the one thing that I have been doing a lot of because I haven't been sleeping is watching a ton of TV and playing a ton of, uh, Dragon Ball slash South Park because I'm not sleeping. So I need to fill my time with something. <laughs> so, but really, realistically, um, that's my weekend. The highlight of my weekend was realistically playing Magic. So yeah, I have not been up to anything on the level of Will. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Wow, I sound awesome in comparison. <laughs> For this week, absolutely, you are the winner of life. <laughs> Between the three really? of us, you have won life this week. Oh, shit. <laughs> Crushing it. Wow. Can I have a trophy for that? Uh, it's more like a belt. It goes around every week. <laughs> oh, man. So sweet. <laughs> Who won life this week? Will. Uh, so, you know, yeah, there's that. Um glad we led with yours because there wasn't much behind it. <laughs> you guys uh, got any shout-outs? Will, you should have a whole bunch of them after that weekend. Oh, boy. Shout-outs to Todd for having a birthday. Uh, Gunther for having my back when people wanted to hit my face with their fists. Uh, John Kemp for escorting me away so I did not fight people because I'm gimpy and bad at that. Um, shout out to Eric Juarez for being extremely ticklish. Uh, shout out to my roommate Mike for telling me everything that happened. You need that. You need yeah. that. <laughs> uh, also, uh, a very special shout out to, uh, the Ogden Belgian style triple by Goose Island and also that free case of tequila beer with a sugar candy skull that I don't know the name of. Man, awesome. Sweet. Mike, yeah, shout outs, brother. Uh, shout out to, uh, Buttercup. Uh, he actually gave me a, uh, mic to try out for this week. Unfortunately, it was not compatible with, uh, my laptop to work. Uh, but we did figure something else out, but still shout out to, uh, Buttercup for giving me the headset in the first place and being a nice guy for that. Shout out to um, Buttercup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. Just Buttercup, because he's awesome. Damn, you don't even want to give a shout-out to Jesse for carrying you to pass. Shout-out to Jesse goddamn Zoom <laughs> for his sack, like, like entwining around Michaels to give it the strength. Nothing I say is going to dissuade you guys itself. from that thought, is it? No. <laughs> I mean, All right, like, I'm thinking about Jesse's sack wrapping around yours. I, I'm stuck. That that may or may not have happened, but we carried enough weight ourselves. We both shared equal oh, weight. Oh, my God. Your words are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, all the guys at the game shop where I played. Um, it'll be the last time you guys are going to see me for a long time. Uh, there's something coming down the pipe that I will not be able to return to for pre-releases. Uh, which we're not ready to announce yet, uh, soon, I will. Um, but basically it means my pre-release days are probably over for a while, so I will not be going back to that shop for quite a period of time. And let me think, uh, also want to give a shout out to, uh, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna end them right there. Um, yeah. Cause the other shout outs will give away possibly what, uh, I want to keep personal. So, yeah, there's that. Um, so, uh, guys, um, you know what you could do? You could help us out. Good. We have this studio thing that we're trying to build, and like I found a very good website to get uh, cheap products for uh, a studio that are high quality. So, you know, if you guys help me out, I'll be hooking you guys up with uh, said things. Those things would be very nice, and they would enable better shows. Much better shows. The shows will be so much better, because right now, Will's over there, and you heard all the bottles fall. 
I don't have a very clean room. It's Fair. Full of, it's full of bottles of beer. Fair. Uh, but like here, I do not have nearly as many bottles of beer hanging around as uh, William does, and I do not have. Well, I might have enough. I might have more liquor than you have hanging around. But I don't have any of that li- <laughs> lying around. Nice try. Okay, so I do have you, more liquor than you do. What do you think I am, a Christian? <laughs> well, I have a fair amount of bottles, but they're bottles. Um, and we'd Mine all be doing this together as we record. But right now we have to do it, you know, over Skype, which we would like to get away from. And if you guys would go to GoFundMe.com, and the the link is right in the show description, and just you know throw a few bones at us, it'll be just so appreciated. You have no clue. Um, for those people who are waiting on their uh, letters of thank you from me, um, they're coming. Um, I'm in the process of kind of sort of figuring out how I want to write them. I'll be getting a hold of you for addresses if I haven't already. Um, I'm really, I mean, it's come down to do I want to buy a whole bunch of toilet paper and write them on toilet paper rolls <laughs> yeah. and throw them to you, or do I just want to, like, write on paper? <laughs> What would be All best right. is if you if they live close, TP their house with it. So when they clean it up, they get it. Let's have a vote on uh, what kind of stationery you want to see Angelo write to you upon. Toilet paper, number one. I mean, I feel like Garfield stationery is a good one, and also, like, uh, congratulations for your child. <laughs> Not- <laughs> Like, non-gender specific, you know, pink or own, whatever, pink or blue. Oh, yes. Um, So, yeah, there's that, and uh, please help us out. Um, If you wanted to get a hold of me, you get a hold of me at uh, Gonsuo on Twitter. That's G-A-N-K-S-U-O-U. The exact same thing on Magic Online, where you can find me most nights, recently at least. I've been on there quite a bit. Also, um... You can get a hold of me a little long form on uh, podcast at gmail.com, as well as a couple other ways, and Will's going to tell you about one of them right now. Oh, my God. Have you heard about Facebook? It's a way that you can connect to, like, people with the Internet. And even better than doing any of that is that you could type in Pitimps Podcast uh, into your Facebook browser, and you could join our motherfucking Facebook group because it's the shit. I swear to God, uh, like, we will install a soft-serve ice cream dispenser on whatever device you are connecting to Facebook with instantly upon your entering the group, if you haven't already. Uh, that, void where already... Posse members. <laughs> Void current posse members, future posse members, and thinking about posse members. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, seriously though, uh, we have fun. It's a good time. Uh, it's a good thing to check your face for. Um, yeah, and we we really do uh, keep you up on the news throughout the week as well. So you don't yeah, have to wait for the show. Like you'll hear things mm-hmm. that pop up right away. Somebody will post about it. Trust me. Uh, if you wanted to find out about me, you could go to facebook.com/slash bad dinner and add me as a friend. I'm gonna have some new hiking photos that go up this week. Uh, probably about 200. Uh, I found my camera, so I should have 200 new photos of this last summer's trips that go up this year or uh yeah this this year it will go up this year we'll see <laughs> i don't know it might just get deleted in a fit of drunken rage we'll see this is possible as well yeah um, if not you can always do new ones this year and put them up and say they're last year well you know i mean they, they the last know. year's ones have cuter girls than anyone i know right now ah okay <laughs> fair seems fair uh mike how would people get a hold of you sir uh, they can get a hold of me on Facebook, uh, in the Pittance Podcast Facebook group, on my personal page. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Huntmaster underscore Mike, or on Magic Online at MTGXMike. Uh, probably once the pre-releases on Magic Online start, I'll probably be doing some of those, quite a few drafts online, so check us out on there and join our, uh, awesome group on there. 
Awesome 14 members. We should add more. That's all right. We got the hardcores, man. Yeah. Yeah. We got the good people. Um, well, next week what we're going to do is we're going to check in on SEG Richmond because there is no GPs and we have a new standard, uh, format that's going to be showing up. And I think that's a good place to take a look at it and see what might be shaping up. Uh, we also. Wow. My interest is picked by a new standard format. It is. It's, hey man, it's always fun to see something new. I'm sure something will I've pop got up quite a few brews already running through my head myself, so I can't wait to see what they have. I mean, I've been given some hits about a red redeck that is going to be showing up this weekend. It Ooh, please tell me there's a collected company. Very well. Um, so there's that, and I, that card needs to be broken so bad. Oh, I know. <laughs> and <laughs> we're also, if we get permission, we're going to go over a uh, best standard deck ever series that is being run by a, another person. If he gives us permission to do it, we're going to go over it, and we're going to explain all these really cool decks in history that me and Will may oh, or may not have played. <laughs> by oh that, he means Please. him and Will, because I'll be silent, because I will know, like... No, there, here's the best part. There's, like, 30 hours of VODs for you to watch between now uh. and then. Spoilers, guys. Yeah. And, you know, Delver's involved. You should know how to run Delver. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there would be, like, one or two that I probably know. Then we'll leave those two for you, and we'll go over the crystal ones. (laughs) Sweet. Uh, But until next week. Man. Wait. (laughs) One more time. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Go. (laughs) Wait. Hang on. What's what's my sign-off supposed to be? Fuck it all. There you go. Have a good one, folks. Will was really drunk. Go fuck yourself. (laughs)